What's up, guys? Uh, welcome back. This is episode four of So Apparently I'm Dramatic. Um, I know it should technically be episode five. Um, I didn't get an episode out last week. Um, I started to work on this current episode and um, I basically, once I finished it and started to edit, I was listening back to it and I genuinely just hated everything about it. That, like literally everything. I, it wasn't even like the message I was really wanting to get across. Um, but I was in such a bad headspace emotionally, mentally. I just wasn't, I wasn't in the best place. And um, I just thought, you know what? Like, if you don't love it, don't put it out there. Like, I genuinely enjoyed doing this. And the whole point of me starting this podcast was I want to be able to help others through kind of my experiences and my journey. Um, and yeah, and inspire you guys to want to be your true selves and be able to learn and grow. Um, and particularly with this episode, it's literally all going to be focused around confidence, self-esteem, self-image, um, and how to get to a place in your life where you you do enjoy yourself and you enjoy you like the person that you are or you are becoming um, and you're just on this journey of kind of personal development and just wanting to be better. And I just kind of felt like I was being a bit of a hypocrite if I was putting out something to you guys that that was basically like just a giant whinge fest full of my emotions and not like actually being productive and um, trying to give you a positive message. So yeah, so um, I scrapped the entire thing and just said like, you know what, take a step back. Um, I was actually talking to my girlfriend about it and I was like, I feel really bad for not getting an episode out this week. Like, you know, it's only the fourth weekend and I'm already um, not committing to what I said I wanted to do. Um, and immediately she made me feel better by saying, don't forget you're doing why you're doing this. Why why you're wanting to do this podcast in the first place. You're doing it because you love it and you love helping other people. Um, if you're doing it because you feel like you have to and you're not in a good headspace to do it, you're no longer going to enjoy it. Um, it's going to become a chore. It's going to become a job um, that you don't like. And it made me feel honestly a hundred times better because that's genuinely what life is about. Like I know we all have things that we have to do um, and we feel obligated to do, but you have to prioritize your mental health over anything else. And if it's not dire or pressing and somebody else isn't, you know, if it's not going to um, affect somebody else's life in like a, a really massive way, then don't let it take such a massive toll on your mental health. Just take a step back and get your shit together and um, kind of collect your thoughts before, you know, you decide to move forward. By the way, um, I have probably mentioned this before, but I always record my podcast from my room because I don't have like a studio or workspace that I can go out and record it from. Uh, but I actually love it because it's like I'm in the comfort of my own home and surrounded by my own stuff. And I feel like it's the one place where I truly get to um, just be genuine and be myself and not worry about like what else is going on around me because I'm just comfortable in my own environment. Uh, all right. Let's get into it. Um, yeah. So again, I mentioned at the beginning, I wanted this episode to really be about, um, yeah, self-confidence, personal development, growth, um, self-esteem, self-image, just literally all about yourself, but how you view yourself in a positive way or how to start to change your life and make the, or take the right steps, um, towards getting to that place that you want to be. Um, between, I guess, Instagram, TikTok, you know, whatever social medias that I connect with people on, um, it could be from complete strangers or from people back home, friends that I used to talk to. Um, I've just had quite a few people reach out to me and it's more of been like a, an appreciation message that they're like proud of me for, you know, coming out last year and, you know, leaving Texas and doing all these things and that I seem really happy and really confident. And, um, and like, I am 
I am so appreciative of that. And it, it genuinely makes my entire day when I get those messages. Uh, and so I really just wanted to talk to you guys about that and talk to you about what that really looks like and how that has, how that's changed over the course of the last couple of years for me and the things that I've done to kind of get to that place. Um, so I guess firstly, where it all started was me moving to Sydney. Um, I wasn't happy back home. I had gone through, um, something quite traumatic and I wasn't coping very well with it. I was just, I was making really self-destructive decisions and um, I was just going down a really bad path and I could see that. It just took me some time to see it, but I just realized that like I wasn't actually doing anything to heal the trauma. I was kind of um, like bandaging it, I guess, so that I just, so that I just didn't hurt as bad. I was just trying to cope with what had happened with, um, you know, alcohol or um, sex or whatever it was. I just, I just didn't really want to feel it. So I kind of thought that like, if I just covered all of that up with anything else to distract me, it would go away. And it didn't. So obviously, because, you know, drinking copious amounts of alcohol or taking drugs, you know, um, isn't going to fix your problems. It's just going to um, suppress your feelings for um, a certain amount of time, but they're always going to resurface and you're always going to have to face them. So, um, you know, when you do go through something, it's not like you have to face it straight away. You're allowed to grieve. You're allowed to um, just really feel what happened. But at some point you do have to decide like, you know, okay, when is enough enough? Like it's, it's, it's not that it's ever going to go away um, like what happened to you is never going to become less, but you only strengthen yourself by being vulnerable to your emotions and feeling them and being able to process them. And until you do that, you're not ever going to be able to move past whatever's happening in your life um, and get to a point where you're actually making those positive changes um, to to further to further better yourself and just be your own support system, if that makes sense. So... Um, yeah, again, for me, that looked like I needed to leave the situation that I was in. So I I just decided, I ran into a friend at like an old job um, that I was working at and was like, oh, what are you up to? And she basically just told me she was moving to Australia as an au pair. I looked into it, loved it, decided I wanted to do it. And, you know, here we are, uh, however many years it is now. I guess it's been, fuck, it's almost been seven years since I did that. That's insane. Um, I obviously, I don't still do that anymore. I think I, I think I was an au pair for like three months and then decided that, um, I actually hated it and it was basically like slave labor. Um, I mean, kudos to anybody that does it and loves it. That's amazing. But, um, for me, it just wasn't, it wasn't the job for me. It didn't fulfill me or make me happy, um, in any kind of way. I love the kids, love the family. It just wasn't, you know, something I wanted to do long-term. So, um, yeah, my first, I guess my first, suggestion or tip towards wanting to improve your situation and decide that, you know, you don't necessarily um, enjoy the person that you are, maybe the decisions that you're making is looking at your environment and looking at the situation that you're in. Is it everything about your life? Is it your job? Is it where you live? Um, The people that you're surrounding yourself with, you need to identify what it, what exactly in your life is causing you to feel those negative feelings that's um f- that, that you almost feel like you're drowning or you're being held captive by them in a way um you need to isolate whatever it is the problem the problem in your life that's occurring you need to isolate it and understand why it's happening for one if it's something that you can change which in, in most circumstances, it is always something that you can change. It's always a decision that you can make. You do not have to stay in any place that is bringing you unhappiness and causing um, your mental health to lack and being de- detrimental to yourself. Like it's not doing anybody any good. So if it is, if you're in a job that you hate, um, and it might be your career. You may have gone to school for 
a fucking really long time for something and then you just decided you didn't like it anymore dude that's okay I I literally did that recently and now I'm starting from scratch again but it's okay because the time is gonna pass anyway and you have to remind yourself of that the time is gonna pass anyway and it's already passed you can't go back and change what's already happened what you've already done but going forward you can decide that you want it to look different you can decide that what is going on in your life now and how you are living your life is not bringing you the type of happiness or growth or development that you would like to be seeing and you can decide to change that and and you don't owe anybody anything if it is a job they'll find somebody else like it may suck but don't feel like don't feel like you are are letting down or disappointing somebody in the end it's just a fucking job again they will find somebody and you being happy is what's really going to matter and i promise you if you are in a position that you are not happy doing, it is probably going to show in your work. And the company that you work for would much rather have somebody in your position that genuinely wants to be there and enjoys their job because that is going to profit them and it's going to give their company and their business the growth that they need to happen. So if you're not growing in that position or you're not going to grow in that position, then don't stop wasting your time. And this always this doesn't always necessarily have to be with your job either. Um, it can be something as small as, you know, confidence and self-esteem comes from um, even like your bedroom at home. If you wake up every day or if you go to sleep at night and your room is messy, if you haven't put those clothes away, when you wake up tomorrow, that's the first thing that you're going to see. Um, and... One of my therapists actually told me or gave me this tip on on my anxiety and like when I was having like really hard days or feeling really hard on myself, like I wasn't accomplishing enough or um, I, I just wasn't, I didn't feel like I was being enough or doing enough. And she said, how, how does your bedroom look at home? I was like, I don't understand what that has to do with literally anything. She's like, just tell me how your bedroom looks at home. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, fine. She's like, did you make your bed this morning? I'm like, no. She's like, well, why? I'm like, I never make my bed because I sleep in it every night. And she's like, that doesn't matter. Just because you sleep in it doesn't mean that you shouldn't make it in the morning. She's like, would you not like put new clothes on every day just because you're going to go outside and you just need to be clothed? So you just wear it. No. She's like, it's, it's more about you decluttering your environment and making it a safe space and and gaining some control back in your life. When you start to feel out of control and you're lacking in your own in your own confidence, you changing your environment, but something as small as your bedroom, making your bed every day, putting those clothes away, organizing things. It could be you just don't like the way things are decorated anymore and you want to redecorate. Whatever the situation is, if you're in an environment that feels out of control, you yourself are going to feel out of control as well. It's just the way that our mind works. Um, so as soon as I kind of decided that, okay, fine, I'll try it out. I, I think for like, I don't know, three, two or three weeks or so, it was probably three weeks to a month. Um, I got up every day and I made my bed and I made sure like every night before I went to bed, I had my room clean. And before I got my day started, my again, my room was clean. And of course, we all have days where, you know, we're just in a rush and things like that. But the first thing I did every single day when I got out of bed was I made it. That was the first thing I did. It also helped me to not get back into bed again. Um, because when I am feeling really depressed or my confidence is really low, all I want to do is lay in bed all fucking day and literally just sleep. And I used to sleep for anywhere between like 12 to 15 hours. I'm not joking. Like I used to sleep all the time because I just, I didn't care about my life. I didn't care about myself. Um, so yes, I, that, that is the first piece of advice I think I would give, um, to anybody is to just have a clean environment, um, and, and change whatever is stressing you out. 
um, because life is just too fucking short, guys. Um, and staying in one job that's stressing you out and causing a negative impact on your mental health or staying um, friends with somebody that is really shitty to you. I think that'll be a whole nother episode. It's just relationships with people um, and what to put up with and what not to put up with. But first piece of advice, identify what's stressing you out in your life um, and fucking change it because you have the power to do that. Um, I would say the next thing that really helped me out was personal hygiene. Um, and I don't know if that sounds silly to some of you that are listening, but my confidence is always much higher when I have, um, showered or brushed my teeth or I don't know, whatever it is. I've plucked my eyebrows, um, whatever. And some of you were like, well, yeah, obviously you shower every day, you brush teeth every day, blah, blah, blah. But if you've never lived with depression or anxiety or some kind of, um, mental illness, daily tasks like that can be so difficult. Literally the hardest thing ever. I would go days without taking a shower because I wasn't leaving the house. I wasn't getting out of bed. I wasn't fucking doing anything. So I didn't really see the point. I didn't have the motivation to do it. But as soon as I started to care more about myself and my appearance and not in a um, not in a superficial kind of way, in a genuine self-care, just personal hygiene kind of way, that made a massive improvement on, on how I viewed myself because I wanted to, how I wanted to present myself to, um, well, mostly to me, but to other people as well was clean and well put together because when I look at people that I admire, they're usually pretty fucking clean and well put together. I'm not really admiring many, you know, cavemen and I don't know, Joe Dirt's of the world. Not that I don't love Joe Dirt. I do love Joe Dirt. But you get what I'm saying. Like, I, I most people that have that present that high confidence or high self-esteem are pretty fucking well put together um, and they care about themselves. That's why they have a high like that's why their confidence is continuing to you know radiate and shine out into the world because they fucking give a shit about themselves and that's obvious that's literally what confidence is um yeah so on top of keeping up with your personal hygiene and caring about yourself exercise is such a massive part of that and it can be something as like um, there's probably people listening to this right now thinking like, Morgan, you don't fucking exercise every day. You are incorrect. I may do something even as small as like, just go for a 10 minute walk or um, I don't know, walk my dogs around the block or do some push-ups in my room, whatever. 10 minutes of exercise though, it, not only does it help your physical health, it helps your mental health. It gives you mental clarity as well as dopamine being released, which is a chemical in your brain, causes you happiness. And I know some of you have busy lives, but seriously, there there's literally no excuse. There's probably some excuses. I guess if you have like maybe some health issues or you, you're literally bedridden. Other than that, there's no excuse that you cannot do even 10 minutes of exercise a day. Seriously, go for a walk. I don't know if you've got pets, obviously, like walk your dogs, um, join a gym, whatever. Don't start too big. Like don't like, what's the word, overreach for like unattainable at the moment goals. It can be attainable in the future. Just start small. Just give yourself something small and then go up from there. You know, don't try and like, what, run a triathlon or whatever, like next weekend, just start small. Give yourself something that you know you can do, whether it's 10 minute walk in the morning or whatever it is. Um, just do that. I know that like, for me, um, I really like boxing. Um, it also helps with my slight anger issues. Um, it's not really bad. It used to be a lot worse when I was a kid. Um, but I get sensory, sensory overload 
quite easily in my life. Um, and when it does happen, I get extremely frustrated in the moment. Um, and literally what helps me with that is boxing. So on top of me getting to like get all of my frustrations out on one thing, um, I'm also getting exercise in at the same time. And I always feel heaps better afterwards because emotions are really powerful and it's easy to act on them in the moment. But just push yourself, push yourself to do that one small thing. So wake up, make your bed, brush teeth, go for a 10 minute walk. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't take that long. Wake up a little bit earlier in the morning just to be able to do that. Um, or try and squeeze in some time on your lunch break or, you know, after work, but just start, start there. Start with something a little bit small. Okay. So I think this next thing is probably one of, one of the harder things I've had to learn to do with myself because I'm, I'm definitely my own worst critic. I think most people are like, we're always harder on ourselves than we, than we are on other people. Um, and it's because we just, we have, sometimes we just have such unrealistic expectations of like where we should be or how we should act or, um, you know, what, what we should wear, or how we should look. I mean, we literally set ourselves to impossible standards sometimes. And along the way we can, it can be easy to remember all of, all of the small achievements you've done throughout your life or even that day. And that was, that for me is something that I really struggle with. Like, I get really down on myself because I may have not done something perfectly or performed perfectly or, you know, said the right thing or um, reacted in the right way. And I will guilt myself and feel so bad about it for fucking ever. I literally hold on to things and not like other people, but me, myself, I hold on to things that I've done and I just like, I criticize myself so harshly and one thing I've had to really learn to do is to be more patient and be more understanding and be more kind with myself. I I am so harsh on myself sometimes and I forget how far I've really come. And I mean, like the, the things that I have overcome are, it's astronomical. Like I'm a fucking warrior. I, I am such a strong person. And a lot of that has to do as well with embracing how fucking emotional I am. And, and I, I know that like a lot of people don't really identify strength with emotions, but being able to be in touch with your own emotions and learning to be vulnerable is strength. That is what gives you strength. Learning to take a step back and identify however you're feeling in the moment and fully accept that that is how you feel. And that's, and it's okay. Now, learning how to react on those emotions is when it becomes tricky. There's nothing wrong with being angry, with being sad, with being disappointed, with being dis- with being confused. Just because somebody else may not react that way does not mean that you are not allowed to have your own feelings in that particular situation. It, it like I, it it genuinely makes me so angry when somebody's like you know, why are you doing this? Or why are, why are you so upset about it? Like you're being so sensitive or I, I fucking hate that. It's so dismissive and it's so rude. Like just because somebody else isn't in touch with their emotions because they don't know how to be doesn't mean that you can't be. And there's nothing wrong and there's nothing weak with showing your emotions. Now, like if you are in a situation where you're feeling angry or you're feeling sad, if you decide to rampage and be angry and yell at people or, you know, cause a giant scene, like, okay, yeah, probably a little bit over the top. And that is the thing that you need to work on. But having those emotions in general, there's nothing wrong with that. So just remember to be patient with yourself and understand that learning to um, to grow and and wanting to make changes to better yourself isn't going to happen overnight. And so you have to you have to have patience with yourself when you get put in a situation rather than trying to avoid a stressful situation that is going 
maybe feel like it's a bit of a setback for you, take that situation as a as a learning opportunity. That is now instead of it being an obstacle for you, it's an opportunity for you to grow and for you to decide that you want the outcome of that situation to be better. That it you can't change that you are you can't change that it's happened. You can't change that you're in the situation that you're in, but you can decide the outcome of that situation, at least how you're going to react and respond to it. So if if it is a situation where you know your patience is being tested, rather than like being upset that you're in that situation, go, okay, this is life. I can't avoid stressful situations all the time. Um, but I don't like in the past that I have blown up and reacted in such a harsh and negative way to this situation. Um, I'm going to decide to do this differently, to react differently. And when you do that, when you start to approach every situation that does feel like a bit of an obstacle for you and you have a more positive outcome, at least on your end, you're going to feel better about that. And you're going to start retraining your brain to react to those situations in that same way because of how you felt at the end. And then as soon as that obstacle does pass and you did change how you reacted, you are going to feel so proud of yourself and you are going to see that self-improvement. That is what self-improvement is. It's not about it's not about trying to make all of these massive changes and all of a sudden become, you know, Gandhi overnight. That's not what it is. Improvement happens over time. It it's a series of events that that teach us a new lesson, that teach us to decide we're going to better ourselves, that we're going to be um, a better advocate or or whatever it may be. You're going to be a better partner. You're going to be a better mother. You're going to be a better friend. Every time you get put in a situation and you want to fall into an old habit, actively make that decision to do it differently. Decide that what you are going to put out into the world is how you would like to receive this. If you were on the other end, how you'd like to receive it. When you do do that, congratulate yourself celebrate that small win it it's okay to recognize that the past you or or you yesterday reacted in and did something completely different something that you weren't proud of don't don't hold on to everything bad that you've done in your life and decide that that's who you are it's not it is it's a decision that you made based on on your situation and what you knew then and how you felt was best for you to react. And and now you've grown. Now you've learned that, okay, um, I'd, I don't really like that version of myself. I don't like how I feel after that happens. And when you start to see all of these small changes, you are going to be so proud of yourself and that's genuinely going to bring you joy. But the most important part of all of that is just that it's going to take time and if you do if you do make a same mistake or the same mistake that you're trying to change it's okay just forgive yourself it's we're all humans none of us are perfect um and and just decide that you want to you've acknowledged that that what has happened is not something that necessarily makes you proud or feel confident in the person that you are and decide that next time it happens you are going to see that differently and you're going to remember how you feel and you are going to make that active decision to be better and to be different. Um, the next uh, the next thing I want to talk about that has, I think, significantly really improved my self-esteem and my self-confidence was I want to keep learning. And what I mean by that is when I do have um, spare time outside of work or just whatever in your free time, um, we all, I mean, we, you could sit around and watch um, trash, TV, trash TV or reality TV and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. We all have guilty pleasures. That's not what I'm saying at all. But just decide that you're going to do that a little bit less. Um, instead, put on an interview 
um, with somebody that you view as successful or somebody that you admire and watch them. Learn how they talk, look at their mannerisms, listen to what they're saying, um, and decide if you are going to dissect a portion of that and take it on board. Being able to, if you know that you can go out into the world and actually like project something useful, that in itself it gives you confidence. Like, sure, you can walk out and talk, you know, to somebody about the latest episode on keeping up with the Kardashians, like, whatever, that is what it is. But you're not really learning from that. You're not really taking anything productive on board um, that's going to actually help you in the long run. I mean, I don't really know what goes on with keeping up with the Kardashians because I don't watch it. But Yes. So when you have that free time, just decide that you want to learn more about something that maybe piques your interest. I, um, the best way to do that, this is, so this is a tip. I, I have a, um, in my notes on my phone, I have a, um, a note that literally says people or things I want to learn more about. And when I go about my everyday life, somebody, it could be a random person I'm having a conversation with. Um, it could be a billboard or a sign or a commercial or whatever. Some I could come across something and be like, oh, what is that? Or this person's story may intrigue me. And I'll write their name down or I'll write the name of the book down or um, I'll, I'll take a picture of it. I mean, whatever it is. And then I will go home later that day or, you know, later that week, just whenever I have spare time and I will educate myself on that specific subject. And then I will tell somebody else about it because it's easy to just watch something or learn something and then you never talk about it or use it and then you forget about it. But being able to learn something and then pass that knowledge on to somebody else, um, First of all, you're going to have way better conversations with people and being able to teach somebody something that you find interesting. For one, you you start to get passionate about things that genuinely impact the world. Um, and I know that I always feel so much better when I've actually spent my spare time like doing something productive or learning something new rather than just like scrolling videos on TikTok or my Instagram feed or... Um, or whatever it is. Um, and again, uh, again, it is not bad to, you know, want to sit down and watch trash TV and not have your brain constantly running and thinking and spinning at all times. I'm just saying, I guess, manage your time um, in, a, in a productive manner and having basically just everything in your life you do, do in moderation. Um, on that same topic of uh, deciding to learn brings me to my next point of um, being open-minded um, when you're talking to other people. Um, I think one of the biggest ways that people allow their ego to get in the way of living with coexisting with other people in the world that have a different opinion to you. Um, it's and now I, I understand there can be certain situations where you just, you don't, you completely don't agree with what somebody else is saying. And that's fine. Um, I'm not saying that you have to do that, that you have to be their best friend or, um, you know, take it on board and decide to live your life like that. I'm just saying to be open-minded. And when you are deciding to converse with somebody else that does not see things eye to eye with you, um, rather than reacting to what they're saying and being angry and, you know, causing distress not only to yourself, but the other person and just the situation um, in general, uh, decide that you're going to respond rather than react. And what I mean by that is choosing to listen to what they're saying and instead of dismiss everything that's coming out of their mouth and basically making them 
feel dumb or stupid for having their own opinion, even if that's what you think, um, choose to respond in a productive way. Maybe ask them more questions. Like if you don't agree with what they're saying, that's fine. But then question, question that in, in a nice, in a nice manner, in a respective manner, you know, oh, I'm curious as to why you think this way and maybe not this way. Or what do you think about that in compared to this? Or, you know, why do you think that way? Or or whatever it may be, because you don't get to decide how somebody else chooses um, to live their life. You can decide if you want them to be a part of your life. Um, but unfortunately, you know, we aren't all going to see eye to eye on things. And I think that um, not only does it genuinely affect the world in a negative way, but it affects yourself massively and how you go about day to day. It's if if you allow yourself to react to something small um, or, or big, whatever it is, if you allow yourself to react to it um, and in that moment, it's probably going to be something then that will um, if, that will take a toll on your entire day or maybe your entire week or whatever it may be. But if you choose to not let that person or whatever it is they're doing or whatever it is that they're saying, um, not let it affect you, that's when you have grown. That's when you are are quite literally decide not literally. That's when you are deciding to be um, and to be the bigger person in that specific situation. Um, and it could be something that happens to you quite often. It could be a part of your job or um, like I know with me, obviously bartending, um, I meet so many different people every day and people that come into the bar, they usually want to talk about these things because, well, for one, they're either interested in what I think or they just want to um, project all of their thoughts onto me because they think that I have to listen and agree with them because they're a paying customer. I don't. Uh, and if you know me, I'm usually quite open about what I think and how I feel. But in the past, um, I could be pretty self-destructive in a way that I basically just um, dismissed anything that I didn't see eye to eye on and I would let it affect my mood and how I worked and how I, I don't know, looked at that person or whatever. And eventually I just kind of got to a point where I was like, okay, there's a lot of people that unfortunately think this way or, you know, um, respond to certain things, um, the way that this person has, but, how I feel when I leave that conversation is what is going to stick. That's what's going to matter the most. And I know that when I've reacted a certain way in the past, I've usually left that conversation feeling quite negative or, or just feeling really bad. Not in a sense of uh, feeling bad for the other person or guilty in a sense, but just feeling like just kind of icky, if you know what I'm talking about. Have you ever gotten in like you know, you get into a big fight with somebody and your words are permanent. Like what you say, um, that sticks. Not only do your words stick with the other person, um, but they stick with you as well. And they genuinely impact the way that you think and how you go about your day and how you're going to respond and react to similar situations in the future. Um, and if you genuinely want to improve your well-being and have a calmer sense of self and view yourself in a better way and in a better light um, in the future, then you have to decide what that is going to look like for you, how that is going to change or how you want it to look different. And um, yeah, and how you react with other people on a day-to-day -day basis and being kind to other individuals really does go a long way. Even if they're not being kind to you, you unfortunately don't get to decide how other people um, treat you, which really sucks. But 
if you go into life just holding this really high expectation on others that they were raised with um, manners and a little bit of decency, then unfortunately, you're just going to continue to be disappointed over and over and over again. Um, But I promise that if you leave a situation and you've chosen to react in, in a calm, polite manner, you're never going to regret that. Like, you're never going to leave a situation and be like, ugh, fuck, I was such a good person then, gross. Like, you're never going to do that. You're going to leave the situation and be really proud of how you reacted and that you didn't let the other person um, get to you. And when you... You start to get, it's almost like you start to get addicted to that feeling and you get addicted to this better version of you. That's at least how it's felt for me. Like, I know that because I am such an emotional person um, or, you know, quote unquote dramatic, uh, I, I could either take that side of myself and look at it in a negative way as other people have looked at it, or I could go, no, you know what? I'm just in touch with my emotions and that's okay. I'm fine with being in touch with my emotions. Um, I am just going to choose that when I deliver those emotions to other people around me, um, at what ratio or proportion that is going to be, or how I am going to show that emotion or reaction to other people, That that's what's going to be most important because I don't really care if other people think, I'm sensitive or I don't know. It's pretty much it. Pretty much people only think I'm sensitive, but I just, I just had to get to a point where I stopped caring about that. And when I, when I learned to just accept that that is who I am, that I am just an empathetic person. That's the word I like to use more than I like using sensitive. I'm empathetic. I genuinely read other people's emotions and I react on those. And it's really easy for me to feel whatever the other person I'm talking to, I can feel what they're feeling. And no, in a way that can be a massive blessing, but can all, it can also be a curse because I I have a hard time, you know, like if somebody's really angry, me not getting angry back because I, I get defensive if somebody's angry at me. But when I do leave situations and I haven't been angry in return, I know I always feel so much better and my confidence in myself and me not stooping down to their level yeah it just it feels really good so yeah so I I would just definitely take that on board when you are talking with people um, wherever it may be that you may not get to choose what they say or how they react but you do get to choose how you do so this kind of so this brings me to my last point tip of advice or whatever whatever we want to call what I've been doing throughout this episode when it does come to being confident and portraying that out to the world a really big part of that for me has been learning to stand up for myself and what I believe in so although I am going to like I said before I'm going to choose to react in certain ways and be kind and I'm and I'm going to continue to try and practice that and continue to do that but at the same time I am going to make sure that I do stand up for what I believe in and that I am an advocate for myself and those around me and even if it's somebody that maybe has a hard time standing up for themselves that I'm going to be an advocate for that person as well now learning to do this in a way that is going to be productive and not destructive is what is most important. I think there I think there's nothing more crucial to somebody's self-confidence than letting other people around them know that how you view yourself and how you are going to live your life is not going to be tampered with unless it is a way where it's, you know, somebody giving you constructive criticism on something we can all learn. We can all grow. You should never stop growing. There's, You're never going to get to a point where you've become this perfect being God-like creature. It's never going to happen. But I'm talking about for things like if you're in a position where you're constantly around somebody that you feel is condescending towards you or belittles you in a way. I think we've all been taught this as a child, but if you want to get respect, you have to give it. 
So when I talk about being your own advocate, that's what I mean. I mean that it doesn't matter where you are in life. There is nothing wrong with standing up for yourself and demanding that other people respect you. And again, not in an aggressive way, but setting boundaries and advocating for yourself in your day-to-day life is really important. And that's been one of my biggest things that I think has given me the confidence that I have now. I think in the past, like when somebody would hurt my feelings, whether that was at work or a friend or whatever, it was really easy for me to react in that moment based on how I was feeling, which was usually angry or sad or disappointed in myself. And I've learned now that like, again, you can't control what other people do, what they say and how they treat you, but you do get to control how you react to it. And a lot of times it's okay if it's somebody that you're never going to see again, if this is just a random person in a supermarket being a dickhead uncontrollably, fucking whatever, who fucking cares? You're probably never going to see that person again. It's not going to make any kind of long-term effect on your life. But let's say this person that does continue to dismiss you or belittle you or be condescending or whatever it may be is somebody that you see in your day-to-day life. First of all, you need to step back from the situation or multiple situations. Step back from how you, who you are to this person, how you interact with them on a day-to-day basis and what you can do to make those interactions a bit better. If this is a short interaction with them and it and they really don't have any kind of impact on your day-to-day life, maybe it's not worth saying anything about. Maybe it's worth just letting them be them and, you know, whatever it is. But let's say this person you come in contact with every day and multiple times a day. And the way that they treat you and the way that they talk to you is it's 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 bullying and it, it, it causes you emotional distress and it's gotten to the point where you may feel anxious when you see them or, you know, it's happened more than once. It's not like it's just a, they're having an off day kind of a thing. Then that's when you go, okay, I'm actually not okay with the type of interaction I'm having, I'm having with this person. And if you cannot leave the situation or let's say it's a job you really like and it's just this one person, that's fine. Just take a step back then and go, what can I do? The first thing you should do is not react based on the emotion you're having in that moment or in that situation. You need to evaluate the entire situation as a whole or the multiple situations or um, interactions, encounters you've had with this person. And you need to decide what particularly that they do is affecting you and why it bothers you and that it's not something that you are going to tolerate and how you are going to set a boundary with that particular individual to make those encounters in the future more productive. And this doesn't mean that you have to, you know, sit down, have a long lunch, figure out how you're going to be best friends. No, this could be something as simple as, hey, Joe or Sally, I don't know, this person. I've noticed lately that uh, when we do talk or when this happens, you seem to come across a bit aggressive. I'm not sure if you're intentionally trying to do that or if you even realize that you're doing it, but this is the way that it's being perceived on my end. And that's the first way that you need to approach it is just not accusing them, not telling them that they are something or like don't come at them and attack them because it's only going to make them defensive. Just calmly, you know, express to them that the way that they have been treating you does bother you. And maybe it's just something that they, you know, it could be something as simple as like, maybe they thought that one interaction you had with them, I don't know, three months ago, kind of rubbed them wrong. And it's just something you guys may just need to work out. And then from that point, it's going to be easy. Or this person may just not like you. And let's talk about that situation. You're not going to like everybody that you come across and everybody that comes across you is not going to like you. And that's fine. But that does not give anybody else the right to belittle you or treat you with little respect. It doesn't at all. And if it is causing a significant enough effect on your mental health or on your day-to-day life, then that is when you need to set a boundary with this individual. If 
you have set in place this boundary with this individual and they do continue to cross it and not respect it, then that's when you need to decide that it's just not worth it then. It's it's impacting you in a negative way and it's all it's going to do is just cause distress on your life. As soon as I learn that you can, you do get to decide how people treat you and what you put up with and it doesn't mean that you have to come across, again, aggressive and yell at them and, you know, put your demands in written form and, like, don't do that. Just approach them in a calm way and just decide, like, hey, look, I don't appreciate this. Things need to change or you're just not going to be a part of my life anymore. And obviously, you'll need to adjust that depending on your circumstance, if this is a job or a friend or a family member, whatever it may be. But you, other people are not going to respect you if you don't respect yourself. And your respect for yourself should be higher than your respect for anybody else. And as soon as you learn to do that, as soon as you learn to respect yourself more than you respect anybody else around you, that is when that confidence is is really shining. And other people will see that. And I've had to cut out quite a few people over the last couple of years that I realized didn't really have any respect for me and kind of walked all over me. And I decided like, oh, yeah, you know what? Me allowing you to do that actually affects the way that I view myself. And I don't want to do that anymore. And because you are choosing to continue to treat me this way, then unfortunately, We just have to go our separate ways. You know, I wish the best for you. And it doesn't mean that at some point down the road, if things get better, you guys may be able to rekindle things again. That's fine. But if you truly want to um, improve the way that you look at yourself and how you view yourself every day, you have to set boundaries for yourself, especially with how you are going to let other people interact with you and your life. Cool, guys. Um... Look, I haven't edited this yet and it's almost at an hour and I try to really not let it go past that because at that point it's like, shut the fuck up. Nobody really cares. We get it. Get to the point. Uh, Let's end it. So I am going to leave you at that and I want to say I promise I'll see you next week, but just depending on how we go, we will see. Um, I think I usually started having these episodes come out on Wednesday night for me, Thursday morning. Um... I think I am going to start having them come out towards the end of the week now. Um, It just seems to be better for me. It allows me to kind of, you know, maybe record some stuff over the weekend. It gives myself a week to fully prepare for it um, rather than trying to get it out in the middle of the week when everything feels really hectic. Um, So have a great weekend and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.